What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Ya Boys and Get Low. I am Joe. This be A. A. Ron. L. A. A. Ron. <laughs> what up, Joe? Oh, A. A. Ron. You don't. You don't mess up, A. A. Ron. Oh, Yo, we got to add a Balake to the show. Balake, good God. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Oh, man. Well, as always, how are you, sir? Dude, I'm glad to be back. It's It's been a minute. It has been. It has been. Unfortunately, so for those of you listening, uh, last week, uh, so when this is released, it was it'll literally be the night. We're recording this night before we released it uh, because last week, Literally everything came against us. Uh, when we were recording, my internet was going in and out all week because of winter weather. Uh, my power was going in and out. Aaron, you were working like crazy. You were having to take shifts uh, to make sure that everything was good before the winter weather hit. Like, yep, my and, internet was also down. Everything came against us that could come against us, and here we are. We finally made it. Do we want to admit to our listeners that the one of the nights that we actually had a chance of recording that we just completely spaced out? 100% forgot to record. <laughs> Bro, 100%. I messaged this man at like, what was it, midnight? I was like, hey, my internet is going in and out, but were we supposed to record tonight? I, thankfully, I was still awake because I responded. I was like, yep, definitely forgot. <laughs> so you guys know you can always rely on us no matter what. Yes, absolutely. We're going to be recording two episodes this week. Yep. Uh, So you'll be getting double dose of the get low boys uh, this week. Um, (laughs) But uh, to jump into our fun discussion, uh, we, so there's a particular album that just released um, and you wanted me to listen to it. I'll let you introduce this uh, because uh, you were pretty excited about it. So go ahead. Bro, okay, so for anyone that remembers or listened to our first episode, I was uh, talking about some upcoming releases for 2021 that we were kind of excited about. And one of those releases being Death by Rock and Roll by The Pretty Reckless. Um, I, I've, been, I've been a fan of this band for not too long now, um, but I basically got really into them right when they announced this new album. And boy, I jumped head first. <laughs> Yep. Yes, you did. Um, now you you made me listen to this album. Uh, you wanted he, me. He to says listen. made with like I forced him, like ball gagged him, and put headphones to his ears. Yes, yes. Um, you made me listen to this album, um, and I, um, I I'm gonna reserve my judgment uh, first. What did you think of the whole album? So the whole album, in my opinion, and you know, Joe, I want to say it's very respectable of you to let me go first on this before you have a chance to potentially wreck it. (laughs) Um, So thank you for that good sir. No, but uh, Death by Rock and Roll, man, it is an album that one, I didn't expect. Two, I really, really always wanted to hear and didn't even know it. So the album is a very big throwback to class to a very classic rock sound in my opinion um and but it, they're not they all the wow i can't speak english not all songs in this album sound the same every single song in this album in which i hope you can agree with sound very different from one another which i greatly appreciate and i'm i'm still reserving my uh, judgment that that's fine 
Um, on top of that, you know, like I am just a huge Taylor Momsen fan. I think that she's bringing back a sound that died years ago and giving me a chance to experience the sound of this type of rock and roll that I never got because it was way before my time. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. And 25 is just, dude, 25 is like, my, is my favorite song on the album. And I just think it's a fucking banger and enough. Like that song, that song goes deep. That's fair. That's fair. Well, um, before I give my judgment here, uh, I'm going to do something that we have not done on this show since we started it back up. Um, I'm going to do this real quick. Did you hear that? Oh. I did. Hold on one second. I can I can follow your lead. Um, I'm uh, so uh, if, for those of you listening, if you uh, we've said this before, if you if you followed us in our initial iteration of the show, uh, we used to drink a craft beer every episode and try new ones. Um, this is one I had the other night when celebrating my wife's birthday. Um, I've had it before. It's fantastic. Uh, and this is Mango Cart by Golden Road Brewing. It is a mango wheat ale um i love mango everything so also pineapple everything so this is a absolute banger of a drink and i figured what better time to crack one open than for the show for old time's sake and um yeah i'm gonna take a little sippy sip you, you take that sippy sip oh that's refreshing okay so i listened to the album Front to back? Front to back. All right. Um, couple key takeaways from the album. Okay. They absolutely love egregiously long intros. <laughs> All right. I can't I can't argue with you there. <laughs> um I genuinely don't believe I even even the song, uh, what was it, uh, Broomsticks? which is only 39 seconds long mm-hmm. was just one long intro to me. It was meant to be an intro to the song, which is burn. I do believe yeah. broomsticks, which is yeah. 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 Um, I respect bands who push the envelope on something they appreciate and enjoy. I will always respect that. I will always appreciate uh, bands who do that. Um, I do think she has a beautiful voice. Her voice reminds me a lot of uh, the band. Um, oh God, what was the name of the band? Um, You're not talking about Hailstorm, are you? No. Um, hang on. You should just insert the sound of the um, that game show, the thing right here. Yeah, honestly, honestly. Um, what is the name of that band? This is going to bother me so much. Uh, when the morning comes. Uh, what? I- I'll think of it in a second. Um it, it, the 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 lead lady vocalist in this particular band that I'm thinking of is the one that I'm really really gathering um, 
uh, let me see, really gathering from when, when I hear her voice. Uh, lyrics, let me see. Uh, no, it's not Hall of Notes. Good grief. Um, I'm even singing the song in my head. This is bothering me. Uh, Do I know this band? It's very possible. It's very possible. They're more of a folk style band. Um, uh, like one of the songs, like "Hold My Hand," ooh, da, ooh, baby, it's a long way down to the bottom of the river. Um, I recognize the jingle. Holy shit! Ah, <laughs> uh, bottom of the river, ladies and gentlemen. Delta Ray, searching lyrics. Delta Ray, Delta Ray. Oh my God! Why couldn't I think of that? The band Delta Ray. Her vocals remind me a lot of Delta Ray on a lot okay. of this album um well i'll I, have to check them out then because i think taylor's voice is beautiful <laughs> I, I feel so ashamed of myself that i didn't remember that because i've met delta ray and i love their music i just haven't listened to them in so long that i genuinely couldn't think of it and uh believe let me see the song i was thinking of uh was morning comes that's what it was morning comes and uh, so uh just as a uh, you know, solid shout out uh, that the album "Carry the Fire" by Delta Ray came out in 2012, but that entire album is phenomenal. Recommend anybody listen to it. Um, I just saved it to my Spotify. Good, good, very good. Um, do I agree that it definitely takes the album? Uh, you know, takes it back to uh, rock and roll. Yes, I would agree with you on that. Um, I think that they hit the nail on the head. However, I could not listen to every song all the way through. I got bored. Mm. All right. And there it is. Uh, and I'll tell you why I got bored. You know, rock and roll to me back in the day, when you listen to a rock and roll song, um, Rock and roll is just, I mean, it's, it's powerful. It's a movement. It's, you know, a telling of an age of music that really in some sense has been somewhat forgotten. Like, you know, modern rock and roll doesn't really encompass what uh, rock and roll was, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, and I, 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 I fully admit that, you know, the pretty reckless isn't my cup of tea on certain degrees. I rep, I, I, I certainly recognize the fact that they are doing something that they enjoy. You can tell by the writing styles that they really enjoy it and that they really uh, put a lot of heart and soul into their music. Um, but I just got bored with it. I did. Now, let me ask you something on that note. Is it in, in like, you know, in the spirit of honesty, is there a chance that you got bored of it because it is not your cup of tea? No, no. Cause I, I mean, I listen to literally any kind of music. I'm I like, I, I predominantly a metalhead, and that's no, no doubt about that, but I listen to everything. Like I listen to genuinely everything and I'd give it all a chance. Um, you know, even modern country, I've given that a chance, just not my cup of tea. I don't like it. Um, but I, I have genuinely given it a chance and you know maybe i'll go back and listen to the album again maybe there were certain things i just didn't pick up on that might catch my ear but i i just got bored with it man i did and you know that's 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 fair i mean like i again 
I, I knew when I came to you with this album that there was a chance that it wasn't going to be your thing. Yeah. I guess there was just a part of me that's like, you know what? This album has completely <laughs> stirred my like view on modern rock music as a whole. And I, I, I don't know, Joe, it's just one of those albums that like, again, I, like I said, I, I never got to experience like classic rock and roll music. I was not around for Hendrix. I wasn't around for the Bon Jovi and like all, all those older acts. And I'm not saying that the Pretty Reckless sounds like those, but it was, it was a whole vibe. And from, from what I understand and dude, I'm, I'm telling you the lyrics on some of these songs and just like the riffs and like, I, I just, there's something about this band as a whole that has captivated me. And like, you know, it's, it's fine that one, one thing that I might find really incredible, you might find boring and you know, that's okay. But I, I just, I don't know. I felt really strongly about this album. And I think that, I think that the other weird thing for me is I didn't expect this band to do anything with this album, but then like, I, I noticed that they were like number one on the rock charts. And like, I was just like, Holy shit, what is happening here? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I get that. Um, and I, and I without a doubt, like, and, and keep this in mind, you know, uh, my opinion is exactly that it's an opinion. Um, you know, everyone's going to have a different opinion. I don't expect everyone to follow suit with what I believe. Um, I, it's not that I have a strong elitist mentality when it comes to music. It's just for me, <clears throat> you know, coming, coming from one, being a musician where I, every song I write, I try and put as much feeling in, um, you know, depth as I can into my music. You know, I, I want the story to be told. I want the story to be felt. I want the story to be heard. And a lot of the songs on this album didn't do that for me. Like some of them did, I'll admit, some of them were certainly, you know, storytelling and involved, but a lot of the album, I felt like the music didn't connect to the vocals or the vocal didn't connect back. Uh, you know, there were mismatched tones. There was one song where I actually stopped listening to it after about 30 seconds because her vocal tone was so off pitch from the rest of the music being played that I was just like, I don't know if you intentionally did that or what, like, I'm not saying she's a bad vocalist because I think she's a beautiful voice. Um, but it sounded like it was almost intentional to do that. And it wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. Like I, I was just like, that's just to me and my ear, I heard it and I made a sour face. I was like, I'm not listening to this anymore because it just, it didn't, it didn't sit with me. And again, you know, there's people out there who are going to love it. There's people out there who are going to eat it up and, and by all means do it. Like, I'm not telling anybody not to, I'm not telling anybody to not listen to this band. Um, I, again, I appreciate them for pushing the boundaries on what they want to do and what they want to commit to. And, and that's, that's a big portion of being a musician is finding something that you love and committing to it. You know, um, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And, and if you don't commit to it, you can easily tell on the music. But you could tell that they committed. You could tell that they easily committed to the music. They committed to what they were trying to aim for there. And good on them. You know, good on them for doing so. And I think <clears throat> a cool thing to bring up, too, about this album, just because, like, um, as I've said, I really liked the album. But one of the coolest things for me was they got, um, I'm going to screw this up so bad, but Tom Morello, who is, 
I believe the drummer. Oh my gosh, I'm screwing this up so bad. Okay, I'm not even gonna say names and stuff because I'm gonna I'm gonna get a mismatch. But they have two of the band members from Soundgarden on a song, and they have one member from Rage Against the Machine or System uh, of a Down. Tom Morello. Tom Morello. Yeah. From, uh, um, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the other two guys and the other feature are from Soundgarden. Matt because, Cameron uh, and uh, Kim Thale. Yes. Yeah. That. Thank you. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, like, I know that she was like really good friends with Soundgarden and she was friends with Chris Cornell before his before his passing. And I just thought it was really, really cool how she was able to get them on the album and not even as a voice, because a lot of bands will feature like another singer and stuff. But like, I like that they added that to the music that they already had. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. <clears throat> Again, this is and this is strictly just opinion. Like I I grew up listening to different music and rock and roll um i mean i had a greatest hits album where i was listening to you know twisted sister poison um acdc you know different rock and roll bands from back in the day that were really just you know killing the scene you know back in the day you know and even today you still you can walk into any walmart and find an acdc shirt you know like you know there's bands out there that were big 40 50 years ago that are still killing it today um it's just a matter of the understanding that like for this I, I think the biggest thing for this, I, again, I commend them for sticking to what they did in the album. And I recommend anybody, anybody, any of our listeners, please go listen to the album. Again, this is strictly my opinion, but go listen to Death by Rock and Roll uh, by The Pretty Reckless. It, you know, it, give us your take on it. Drop it in our messages. Tweet us at get underscore uh, low underscore pod. Let us know what you think. But for me, it was just a matter of, I could tell what they were going for. It just didn't satisfy the taste I was looking for. I was, when I heard you say, this is rock and roll. I immediately thought to myself, okay, I'm going to be listening for the rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And it, I just don't feel like they hit that to a T to define it as rock and roll now again clearly clearly opinion based here everybody can tell me i'm wrong but that's just where i'm coming from with that like you know from someone who grew up listening to rock and roll and ballads you know power ballads and things like that you know i just didn't get that and there were a couple songs where i even felt like they were kind of going for you know when we talked about gimmicks i felt like they were it was a couple of those songs were almost gimmicky and i was like you know, some of these songs just don't fit together on this album. You know, like I, I just didn't, I, I, you know, so some, some key takeaway songs for me that I would say that with death by rock and roll, um, which I'll give them credit death by rock and roll. I listened to front to back, thought it was a good song. I'll admit that I thought it was a good song, but, and you're really going to be bummed when I say this, the songs that I didn't jive with, 25, Got So High, Broomsticks Into Witches Burn, and Turning Gold. I felt like those, 25 wasn't necessarily gimmicky, but the others definitely were, in my opinion. I see. And, I, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And, 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 and just to kind of cap this off, like, I just didn't, I don't know, man. Like, I just didn't, it, it didn't sit with me the way I was hoping it would. I really wanted this album to like resonate with me and be something that's like 
like really head turning and just be like, oh my goodness, why have I not been listening to this this whole time? But it just, it didn't do it for me. And you know, it could have been like, I could be at fault for how I like described the album to you in the beginning, because like I said, I, from my point of view, there was a lot of like older, like classic rock and roll sounds to it. But I also do recognize that there are like a lot of songs that have a very modern twist or even a different twist on them. And I think 25 is actually a perfect example of that because, you know, I was, I was listening to this album and it's like 25 was a, was the, the biggest single for the album. It's the one that like got millions of views in the first month or whatever, you know? And so that, that song kept grabbing it, my attention. And when it first released, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but the more I listened to it, the more like, and when the video came out too, the video added something to that for like, and I think 25 is a very separate sound from the rest of the album. Um, yeah, I, I, I could say, agree to that. I get, I would also say the same for like um, rock and roll heaven, which is my personal favorite song in the album besides 25 rock and roll. Heaven brought back a sound from like, I remember as a nine-year-old riding around in my dad's car. Like I, I, there was something about both those two tracks. that just like, pulled me in farther than i even was with this band yeah i could see that um let me see if i can find this other song real quick uh it's um there was another song you were saying that and it, it reminded me of this particular band not delta ray but um I'll have to find it. Uh, there's a band and they're gimmicky as well. Um, they wear like the full on like demon suits and such. And they look like with like one of them looks like a demonic witch. And uh, the lead singer dresses up in like this big burly outfit. Um, I'll have to find it. But like but you're not saying that's what they do, correct? No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're gimmicky like that by any means. No. What I'm saying is the song that I'm that I'm hearing um reminds me of a lot of what modern rock and roll could really be but this song also came out like eight years ago um let me let me see if i can find it real quick um oh good grief um i'll tell you what i'll 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 look for it in a moment because i'm gonna have to do some digging um but when he finds it we'll link it in the description of the the podcast yeah yeah for sure he doesn't find it on this episode for sure for sure because like this is one of those bands that, that it immediately hit me um when you said that like as soon as you said it i was like wait a second this this really hits like this that's one of those things where i'm like yes um this this is what I, like really resonates to me i just i like for me rock and roll I don't, how can I put this? Cause I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a total jackass because again, like it wasn't, it wasn't one of those situations where I was like, this is total shit. Like, cause it wasn't that I, I wasn't thinking that at all when listening to this. Um, <clears throat> it was, it just didn't, it didn't give me that vibe, man. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of rock and roll out there that I listen to and I, and I, and I mean, you know, 
without a doubt enjoy it and those songs that i listen to like there's some albums out there that just don't do it for me because there's bands who play rock and roll and then there's a couple songs on those albums where they're like let's test the waters a little bit and they just missed the mark and yeah. that's that's what i feel like in this album like i hear the rock and roll i hear that the vibe behind it but it just didn't it didn't go over the hump like they, they were climbing the hill they didn't get to the tippy top of it like I, that's that's where I felt like they fell short is uh and again there's people out there who's probably gonna love this album and 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 you know light me up please like I'm I'm fine with that I've got thick skin but I just I didn't I didn't feel it man like and I wanted to I really wanted to like anytime you recommend me music I always go into it with the mentality of like I really want to vibe with this I go into it with a positive mindset of like this is gonna be one of those albums or songs even where I want to hear this and really appreciate it because I know you have a good taste in music and I know that you wouldn't send me something that's total crap and say like oh this is gold like yeah you know you would send me something with the understanding of like hey Joe may actually like this let me see what he thinks and I would do the same to you. I would, you know, in, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, if I really like something, you know, I'm going to send it to you. Uh, and that's where I went into this thinking that uh, without a doubt, like, you know, understanding that this is, this, this could very well be a banger. And I want, I'm going in the mentality of thinking it's going to be a banger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that re- recognizing, like, if it's not, I'll judge it accordingly. You know? sure. And I think that's the beauty in what we do here on this show, too, is like you and I are not always going to see eye to eye on every artist that we bring up, which is which is fine. It adds to discussion. It makes this podcast what it is. And like I said, I knew that when I first sent you this, I was like, there is a very good chance that this is not going to be Joe's thing. However, it's important to me. So he has context so we could so we can discuss it. Exactly. And, um, and the last thing I will say on this on this album before we move on to our next topic uh, is that I want to like publicly say props to Taylor Momsen and the rest of the band because in a world where this style of rock, whatever you want to call it, is not on the forefront, like props to you guys for going for it and sticking with it. We didn't have like a classic rock sound on like one album or on one song and the next song be like a lot of electronic elements like they went all out for this sound and i 100 props to taylor momsen props to the rest of the dudes in the band for pushing through that and making it what it is whether people but not everyone's gonna like it and that's okay but props to them yeah absolutely absolutely like i i recognize you know talent when and and i'll give credit where credit's due like this album is definitely going to be that that hit for a lot of people um and i and i definitely give them a shout out for saying hey look you know kudos for doing what you love and really pushing that envelope for yourself um you know that's just that's that's the undeniable truth of it all is really you know that it, good job you know yeah. pat on the back for what you did um it's just again it just comes down to it's not my not my cup of tea i and really don't sell out that's my other public thing to say to them is don't sell out if you want to keep this sound fucking keep it like don't don't do what a lot of the other bands have done and like wrap your head around this one sound and perfect it like keep perfecting it but maybe maybe the next album they release joe gets here's a song and he's like hold on a minute this is the peak this is that peak of that hill i was talking about you never know so yeah exactly exactly i am 
I am intently searching for this band and I am not finding anything that I'm looking for and it's bothering me. You should make the sound of your keys on your keyboard the sound of like a double bass pedal, by the way, because when your keys come through and I, it's the only thing I can imagine is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, <laughs> that's fair. My, my keyboard does sit right beneath my microphone, so it makes sense uh, as to why it would come through, but that'd be hilarious. Like, just put some padding in there to make it just like, give it that th sound. So yeah. just like, <laughs> or give it, give it like a tom sound or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. That'd be Not amazing. symbols. God, that would fucking get annoying real oh, that, quick. That would be horrible. That'd be a nice um, prank though for me to like install something on your computer but without you knowing it that just made everything sound like symbols. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be that would be hilarious. And and it's funny because uh, you know what? I might see if I can do that. Just to be like just like see if I can do sound effects to come through when I'm typing on my new computer that I've got to set up as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> that it would be kind of fucked up though, because like as you do have a child, it would be like let's just say the child and the the what the wonderful wife probably wouldn't be too happy with me if i woke them up by the sound of your keyboards oh they would they would be very upset the wife the wife more than anything that that yeah. would be the guaranteed factor there um now it, i i will say uh kind of looking at some other music here uh while i'm looking for this band because i'm doing everything in my power to find who this band is because it's going to truly bother me until i have it um so I, uh, I recently got back into some older music and, uh, and I say older is in like stuff that I haven't listened to in a long time, uh, and was playing it at my wife's little birthday shindig. Um, and some friends was like, Hey, you should really check out this album. And, uh, you know, I don't know if y'all, if our listeners are like me at all, but when you start listening to certain music, you get in that vibe of like, that's all you want to listen to. Uh, but I was like, you know what? Hey, why not? So they, they tell me this album and I check it out. And this is going to be one of those uh, drops that no one would ever believe I would say. Uh, but I listened to it and this is one of those albums front to back where I was like, yes, this I could listen to this pretty often and not get tired of it. Like have it on as even like background music in my house and not get upset that it's playing or anything and that album are you ready for this i'm ready it's plastic hearts by miley cyrus i i'm gonna let you keep going <laughs> have you listened to any of that album i'm looking it up now because i is this the new like like the more rock and roll miley yes yes okay yes i i am interested in hearing it so i have not listened to it front to back so i'm gonna say this um i listened to it front to back <clears throat> the entire album i was extremely extremely pleased with um because if anybody's followed miley's career she went from you know disney pop star to uh mildly country mildly country then to like almost britney breakdown uh esque <laughs> uh with the insane haircuts and the insane costumes um wrecking ball 
the, yeah, this album, I like, first of all, she looks like she, she gives me some Dolly Parton vibes on the, on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but my goodness, this album is fantastic. She has uh Dua Lipa on it, Billy Idol on it, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Um, well, Joan Jett specifically. Uh, she did a um a remix of Edge of Midnight, uh, or called Edge of Midnight, it was Midnight Sky Remix, rather, featuring Stevie Nicks. And the one song that she had on there, it was at the very end, and this is a song that uh like this is often a band that people don't realize I listen to. And I've, I loved this band still love this band because they're a classic and I know rest, who it is. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just curious. Who is it? The cranberries. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, it, Doris O'Riordan's voice just gave me chills and, and rest in power, Doris, like, gone too soon yeah for sure she was a magician on the microphone absolutely i agree 100 percent. um and so miley did a cover of zombie and it was a live rendition uh from a festival she did um uh called the niva save our stages festival and whenever i hear someone do a cover of zombie which is probably one of the most overplayed songs uh, besides the uh, original, the original will always remain, you know, golden in my heart. Um, it's a song that people often cover because of one of how big it was and how big it is, but two, uh, they usually use it for the context and connotation of today's society. But a lot of bands who have played this cover fall pretty short. And I know that's coming from myself where this is one of those songs being as how much I love the cranberries. This is one of those songs where I'm going to be extremely judgmental, uh, you know, of how well you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, another band who did a phenomenal job at it, bad wolves. It, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And bad wolves not only did a phenomenal job at it, but Doris O'Riordan passed away right as they were getting ready to release the song. So what they did was every penny of proceeds that they received from people purchasing that song they gave to her kids yeah and you know what i was going to say about that too is did you know that doris was actually supposed to be featured on the cover yeah yep dude that imagine being bad wolves in that situation like that and they still killed the cover i'm not gonna lie but But, we can all imagine what it would have been like to have doris on the song with them it would have been beautiful absolutely beautiful um but that's where i bring up miley i listened to this cover and the moment i heard the notes the moment i heard like the first beats i was like hold on a second like i literally stopped what i was doing and i was like i'm listening to this song damn i my jaw dropped when i heard it it's phenomenal. She, sound, she actually sounds like Doris. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, she emulates Doris almost to a T. And I just, I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away. All the notes were perfect. Everything was pristine, was clean, amazing. Uh, front to back, like uh, one of the best covers of the song I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> and, I, and, and honestly, like the whole album, man, was just... I, I listened to the whole album front to back and I was not 
displeased. I, like I said, I could listen to it and enjoy it. Um, the songs weren't overly long. The longest song on the entire album was the cover of zombie. Um, cause that is a bit of a longer song when you have all the instrumental, uh, instrumentalization in it and such. But I was just so overly pleased with the album because it kept you engaged. Each song had a good like feel to it. Each song was just this different personification to the album and it kept the momentum going. Um, and it, it just, it, uh, I, I applaud Miley. Like she's back. Like she, she's in a new realm and she killed it and I loved it. And that's one thing that I don't think many people would ever hear me say, but I would certainly listen to this album again. So I, I have a couple points I'd like to make. Go ahead. All right. So the first thing being, I, I, I want to let you know that I agree with you on the cover of zombie. And I actually remember when she, when that song was actually released on YouTube, because as I don't know if our listeners know this, but the, the cover on the album is actually a live version. It's not, an official recorded version of the song correct um i remember when miley first dropped that on youtube and i remember finding it the day it came out and i watched it and at first i was like kind of disappointed but the only reason for that being that i i hadn't really listened to the cranberries version that much compared to the bad wolves version and yes i am the young gun in this podcast i am the one that is more captivated by the more modern sounding music so ultimately that is what i went for now i listened to the her cover of zombie and then i went back and watched the music video for the cranberries original version of the song and then it hit me how good of a cover this actually was because again when i first heard it i was thinking oh miley cyrus wrecking ball blah, blah 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 is covering this one song and i'm like she's singing this song really strange Mm-hmm. but when i heard the cranberries and i know how big of a big of an impact the doors had on the rock community i realized why it was such a big deal and yeah. now i can listen to that song and i'm like this is a good this is a good cover yeah um the, the other point that i wanted to make on this album is one i am just letting you know i have not heard most of the songs off this album but Joe, if I'm looking through the track list, I, I noticed on the very, uh, almost the tail end of the album, we got a song called Golden G-String. Yep. And I would like to hear you give a 30-second review of that song, because I'm so curious. Um, so, how can I say this? I... <laughs> How much did you want to go buy a golden G-string after listening to this song? I wouldn't say that. I would. So with that song, um, I'm really, I'm, it's funny because I'm still looking up the other band as well. Uh, Let me see. Let me, let me give you uh, my take on it. Um, It is it's an empowering song. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that is the last thing I expected you to say. 
Okay, so I, what I'm going to do is this. I, for those of you who haven't listened to the song, I'm going to read you the lyrics because some people just don't retain that information. Um, I'm going to read you the lyrics and you and Aaron, you give me your take on it as well. Okay. I woke up in Montecito. I was thinking about my life and the questions had made more questions staring out into the night. Yes. I've worn the golden G string, put my hand into hellfire. I did it all to make you love me and to feel alive. Oh, that's just the world that we're living in. The old boys hold all the cards and they ain't playing gin. You dare to call me crazy. Have you looked around this place? I should walk away. Oh, I should walk away, but I think I'll stay. There are layers to this body, primal sex and primal shame. They told me that I should cover it. So I went the other way. I was trying to own my power. Still, I'm trying to work it out. And at least it gives me the paper, something that they can write about. Uh, and oh, that's just the world that we're living in. The old boys hold their cards. They ain't playing gin. And dare you, you dare to call me crazy. Have you looked around this place? I should walk away. Oh, I should walk away, but I think I'll stay. So the madman's in the big chair and his heart's an iron vault. He says, if you can't make ends meet, honey, it must be your fault. We all focus on the winners and get blinded by their shine. Maybe caring for each other is just to 1969. Um, and then, of course, the, the course again. And the ending says, and I think I'll stay. Yeah, I had too much to lose. So I think I'll stay. I can't walk away. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. And I, that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the the song, like, I didn't know the title of the song until after I looked at the album. Uh, but when I heard it, I was just like, this is a really empowering song. Cause it's, it's kind of like one of those situations of like, you're going to come up against people who are going to tell you to walk away because of whatever reason they feel necessary. Uh, they're going to tell you to, you know, kick rocks. Um, but she really, like, I almost feel like it was a callback to her previous part of her career where people told her like, you're trash now walk away. And she's like, nah, I think I'm going to actually redefine myself and stick around a bit. When like, she was quote unquote cringy. Correct. Like everybody, everybody remembers the meme of her uh, dancing on stage with um, what's the guy's name that dressed up like Beetlejuice. Um, um, what was his name? Um, it's right on the tip of my tongue too. Yeah. Either way, everyone remembers the meme where it was uh, her dressed up in this flesh toned onesie. Robin thick. Robin thick. Yeah. And then right next to her is a picture of a turkey or a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Like the cringy days. I think a lot of people define her by that. And I think this album is her telling of like, look, you can define me by what you want, but this is the music I'm making now. And she did a damn good job. I'm definitely going to give this album a visit. Yeah, you should. You should. Um, it, it's it. I, I was thoroughly pleased with it. Still thoroughly pleased with it. Definitely something I can listen to continuously and uh, won't get tired of it. Uh, Joe, and I had a couple more small things to bring up, if that's all right with you. By um, all means. I want to take a trip back a few episodes. <laughs> because oh our friends in Papa Roach are back. <laughs> and they released another, another remix of a song. We have the song, I believe, Broken As Me which I believe is a uh, song off their 2015 album, Fear. Um, now, that's not as much of a throwback as the last time we talked about it. Not as much as a last resort reloading. Boom. If you want the epic sound effects for that, garbage. No offense, Papa Roach. Um, 
But we have Broken Is Me. It's another song, and they have another feature on the song. And it is not, not only than Danny Warsnop of Asking Alexandria. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a lot to unpack there. Huh? It's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, I'm looking this up right now because I have not heard this. Um, where is this at exactly? Oh, Broken it's on Is Spotify. Me. Yeah. It's oh, on, they just it, released this three days ago. Yes. And apparently they have a Greatest Hits album coming out. Now, usually when a band releases a Greatest Hits album, it's just remastered versions of their older songs. But no, Jacoby Shaddock said, I want to redo everything. <laughs> I'm... I'm okay i'm giving it the listen right now <laughs> um while you're so listening. i'll say this uh I, you know what we're gonna do this for the very first time i'm gonna listen to this song and i'm gonna give you my first 30 seconds understanding of it so i'm currently at 19 seconds i got 11 seconds left <laughs> okay Okay, I'm at 30 seconds. Um, I'm liking it so far. <laughs> so, and that's the crazy thing, right? And I don't know what they did wrong in the last track, but Joe, this song actually wasn't as bad. Yeah, I, I did the 30 second rule on that and that slaps. And the, and the, I will say the, the older version of this song slaps too. I thought it was an interesting choice to bring our boy Danny, our uh, English countryman, back. Because I know that uh, Jacoby Shaddix and Danny Warsnop are actually friends in real life, which probably had a hand in the decision-making on that. But well, I I just, no I, what are your thoughts? Um, <sighs> I need to listen to the song. I, okay. I need to listen to the song because – so that's the thing is – I so – you and I both grew up in the era when Asking Alexandria wasn't mainstream. Right. Back when they were more crab core, metal core. Correct. And now that they're more mainstream, I can definitely see why. I mean, Danny Warsnop has a beautiful voice. Like, yes, there's no doubt about that. Um, and even some of their modern stuff, like I think there's one song in particular that I still really bang and that's um, uh, The Violence. Okay. Like, we'll agree to disagree there. Like, I think The Violence smacks bro like i think that song is it's just heavy like uh i i remember the first time i heard it and i was like good god <laughs> like who gave them the right but i think danny danny's just a marketable uh dude like he he's done his thing he's with alex asking alexandria um i think aa is a mainstream act now that's getting gonna continue to get a lot of notable attention um I think that this pair is probably going to work really well. I just have to hear the song. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. Um, I've heard the first 30 seconds. And so far I'm like, okay. Like I, I remember the first 30 seconds I heard of the other song and I was like, uh, okay. Like Jesus Christ. What have y'all done? What, what is this like? And not in a good way. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'd had to listen to it. I think that's, um, uh, I mean, really, I, I I don't know of any songs Danny has done where he's guessed it on something that was bad. No, and I, I agree with that. I mean, this is kind of all my segue into ask you a very just simple question. 
if Papa Roach remixes all of their greatest hits and puts them on this greatest hits volume two, which I haven't looked up a track list. There probably is one, but I'm not going to lie. That kind of scares me. And I was going to say, what is your opinion on that? And what songs are like, what songs do you think that they should stay away from on that? They already, they already did last resort, which I don't know. Like I, 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 I would say anything pre Paramore sessions um realistically mm-hmm. but i i mean here's the thing here's the thing about a remix or a retelling or <clears throat> a remaster <clears throat> or anything of that nature is the song can be good the song can easily be good it's just a matter of how much you change it mm-hmm. you know a remix can be done sure if you want to remix it and add more vocals or more instrumentalization or what have you but a remix to me shouldn't justify writing a a damn near practically brand new song right and slapping the same name on it because you had a few of the same lyrics and some of similar beats within it uh that only encompasses maybe a third of the song mm-hmm. like i just any like like okay, there one song I would love to hear if they wanted to redo it. I'd love to hear them redo "Getting Away with Murder." I'd love to hear that. I would. I think that would be a fun song for them to remaster and put a fresh spin on it. Um, being that my favorite album by them is the Paramore Sessions, I would say, oh good lord, just about any song on that album could be done. Um, Alive. Alive would be an oh my god, Alive would be amazing. Or even Forever. Uh mm-hmm. Forever would be a great song to to remaster. I'd like to hear that done with a female vocalist, like and uh, paired with Jacoby. Yeah. Um, but I think any band has the potential to do a good remix or a remaster. It's just a matter of like I, I don't think it comes out like because we were harsh. We were harsh on that in our review of it, but at the same time, you made a good point when you said this. No one asked for that. Yeah. So like, so like, you're going to have a lot of people who really enjoy the old song and be like, look, this is not what I was expecting. Right. Um, but I could see people asking for a Danny Warks not feature. I could see that. I think he fits the vibe well because yeah. again, AA is so mainstream nowadays and there's nothing wrong. Listeners, there's nothing wrong with a band being mainstream. Like AA, we grew up with them again, being metalcore, crabcore, like, you know, but like, there's nothing wrong with their sound nowadays. What they did, they what they did was they went, okay, we have played music that we love. Now we want to make money doing what we love. End of story. And they did. They so, were selling okay. out arenas. Like to, is it fair to say though? And like again, I'm not I'm not trying to push back on you too far because you know I agree with what you're saying. But some people might say that they are selling out and i know we've moved on from papa roach to asking alexandria but i mean that is a sellout move uh, uh, define that a bit more asking alexandria all right they released i'm just gonna i'm just gonna real quick um all right i believe the new album was called like a house on fire all right um 
for anyone that doesn't know, we have a group chat. We discuss music a lot. So Joe, in that group chat, do you not, do you remember us discussing this album at all? Do you remember any of the points that any of the boys made? Which album? The newest one, like a house on fire. The one that has the violence on it. No, I don't, I don't think I was a part of that uh, okay. discussion. Well, their last album, which was their, their self-titled album. Okay. I want to say that that album was one Danny Warsnop's return to the band because he made a uh, he left for a little while. Um, yeah. We don't need to talk about that, but he came back and released, in my opinion, the best album Asking Alexandria has to date. Okay, and it was a mix of this like clean Danny sound, less screaming, but it still had those big triumphant moments that asking Alexandria has always possessed it's always been a tool in their toolbox they can make a lyric like oh my fucking god sound epic as hell as we've heard from stand up and scream um and this album did it. i mean this album felt like the peak of asking Alexandria now when when like a house on fire came out which is the one that you're you're referring to with the violence it just it felt so like they had a mold they had a piece of paper with like directions on it. They pinned it up on a wall and they followed directions on how to become rock on radio rock. And, and again, you may disagree with me on this. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just kind of almost thinking out loud here, but I don't see how that was necessarily a good thing coming from where they did on the last album. Well, let's take a, let's take a deep dive real quick. So asking Alexandria, Papa Roach, we love you. We didn't mean to move on from you so fast, but I mean, you only released one song. So that's fair. Um, so let's see. They have put out in this order. Um, we're not going to count LP5 Deluxe. Uh, like a House on Fire, just released late last year. Um, Self titled, 2017. The Black, 2016. Uh, from Death to Destiny, 2013. Stepped Up and Scratched, 2011. Reckless and Relentless 2011, uh, Stand Up and Scream 2009. Uh, <clears throat> oh, sorry, excuse me. The 2011 Stepped Up and Scream was a remix. Um, and then they had Stepped a few. Up and scratched. Or Stepped Up and Scratched. Yeah, that, that was a remix they did. And then 2009 was the original album that they put out. Yes. Um, so if you, so you're, and I just want to make sure I'm understanding, are you saying that the Like a House on Fire? is completely different from anything they did before in my opinion the whole album is very different yes i would completely disagree okay i would say that the turning point was when they put out their self-title in 2017 you saw a lot more of the modern style that they put out on like a house uh uh like a house on fire you saw a lot of that in the 2017 self-titled i i i get where you're coming from with that I, and again, I would like to just go back to what I said with, I think that their self-titled album was definitely a branch off from where they were and more towards the modern like radio rock sound. Yeah. But they still held on to some key Asking Alexandria elements. Oh, okay. I misunderstood what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, no. I agree completely. Um, I think like A House on Fire, like there, I've heard a couple tracks, but I haven't heard it front to back. Um, it doesn't all sound like the violence. And that's not a bad thing yeah that's not a bad thing like that's one thing people need to recognize is that is not a bad thing i i genuinely i still stick to what i said 
I think what they did was they played a lot of the music that they loved early on and recognized the fact that in music, and, and this is something that a lot of musicians don't understand. You can either play what you love or you can make money. And it's a very rare case that those two things intersect in metal or rock. Um, the undeniable truth here is, and you can hear it, they played a lot of what they loved early on, and they may love what they play now. They may have evolved into this band. Who knows? Love to talk to Danny on the show. Let's get him on. <laughs> Listeners, blow him up. <laughs> blow him up. Get low podcast. Let's make it happen. Um, but they have a modern sound. It doesn't sound like they used to. They're making money now. I do not fault them for that. Why? Because there's still just enough of them in this album to justify it. You know, may I, may I, may I bring some something up to kind of help explain where I'm coming from with this? Of course. Okay, so I'm gonna read some lyrics from one of my favorite Asking Alexandria song, and this is not going back to 2009. I'm simply going back to the album before this one. Okay, and I'm just gonna read some lyrics here. Close the curtains, cash me in, gather photographs of the devil you let in. Digging deep inside my soul, I don't know where to turn. Everywhere I look, these vultures burn. The life right out of me, do I run or lay down and die? Is it time to close my eyes? Keep me numb, I'll follow direction. A pond to pass around and be bled until I dry. It's hard to see what's underneath, is it me? For so long, all I've known and all I've seen is green lights. Fuck your greed, all I need somewhere to catch my breath, rest my head and ease my mind. I've been holding on, but my grip ain't what it used to be. I'm much older. I'm bitter. I'm jaded. I'm lost. Can somebody give me a sign? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to go over here to the biggest song on this album. Arguably was one of their biggest singles off the new album. And this is, this is what Danny has on the song. Please stay away from me. You keep on talking with nothing to say. I don't want to hear about your life. You make me want to eat a bullet. It's on my forehead, four letters off and go forth and spread the word. I don't want to know you. Please stay away from me because I don't fucking like you. Now, I listened to Asking Alexandria because Danny is a fucking scholar when it comes to writing lyrics. Even though he's had some cringy moments throughout his career, Danny knows how to keep it fucking real. And on this latest album, I think it pans to what you were saying, where it's like they've been doing what they love for so long and now they want to make money. And there's not a problem with that. However, I'm just trying to explain where I'm coming from with why it's not my thing anymore and why I was so disappointed with this latest album. I, well, I mean, and that, that comes down to just personal taste, though. Sure, absolutely. Just like uh, we discussed with The Pretty Reckless, I think that we both have the same view on different bands. Well, I am so happy you just brought that up because I finally, finally figured out who the band was by the power of Facebook. I posted a status, not, and the status I posted <laughs> was in caps, someone please help me. I am trying to think of a band that dresses like demons and witches and plays rock and roll. What is their name? Their name is Lordy. 
L-O-R-D-I, Lordy. The song that I have been trying to think of this entire time is Hard Rock Hallelujah. Listen to that song. It is fantastic. And that is some rock and roll for you. That is what I was trying to think of. Oh, goodness. I, I, I'm i so happy I finally figured Joe, it out. congratulations. You finally hit the goal. I, I did. I did. Our poor listeners are probably like listening to us talk about asking Alexandria and all of a sudden Joe's like, I figured out this song that we were discussing an hour ago. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I, I genuinely, I couldn't, I, it was bothering me that bad, but yes, Lordy, go listen to them. Um, I think that's a beautiful place to stop because we have come full circle. We have. We have. Um, and I think we had some good discussions, some great uh, disagreements, but also some agreements there. Um, you know, let us know what you think. As always, you know, as we say, uh, you can go to anchor.fm uh, forward slash get low podcast or just look up get low on the anchor app um, and uh, go in there. Leave us a message, you know, leave us a voice message and tell us what you think. We would love to be able to hear your thoughts um, and discuss them on air. Uh, we have no problem wrapping back to old topics to discuss them because, you know, if there's something you want to talk about, let us know. Um, you can also uh, shoot us a tweet uh, as we said earlier at get underscore low underscore pod uh, and uh, tweet us there let us, letting us know what your thoughts are on today's episode um, you know was I full of shit was Aaron full of shit or were we just blowing hot smoke up someone's skirt uh, never know but as always it's been fun it's been real it's been real fun Aaron any closing remarks what the only thing I'll say is that there's going to be a lot of disagreement on the show and it's always going to, it's always going to be out of respect and love for one another. But I would say recommend, and I would recommend any of the music that comes up in the show, just because Joe doesn't like the pretty reckless or I don't like asking Alexandria's new record. That doesn't, we still want you to go check this stuff out. Yes. Give That's us the best your, part of the discussion. Give us your take on it because Music is to is made to be listened to. Music is made to be heard, and opinion opinions are are drafted from hearing and understanding what we're discussing uh, and the music that we're discussing. So please go listen to these tracks. Go listen to Pretty Reckless's new album. Go listen to Asking Alexandria's new album. Papa Roach's new song. Go listen to Miley Cyrus's new album. Um, even go check out Hard Rock Hallelujah by Lordy. Um, you know all the music that we discuss. Please go listen to it because this is. You know, it, it really does. It really does spawn from uh, what we hear, and uh, you know that's that's where we get our uh, our fun discussion from. So let us know what you think. Again, drop us a, a message, drop us a link. If there's a music that you want us to check out that you'd like us to discuss, you can also send that to us as well. Uh, the easiest way to do that is by sending that to Twitter. Again, at get underscore low underscore pod. We are out of here. I'm Joe. I'm Aaron. And as always, get low.